Agenda setting conversations of the day. 22 after 7, good morning. Well, you may well have a view on Professor Feroz Kachalia. The conversation that we had, the example that I used, 086-000-2032. In the meantime, a new analysis uh, of the medium-term budget policy statement and uh, a suggestion, in fact, that it will hurt m- some key government services. In other words, it will have an impact on the number of nurses and teachers that we have to treat patients and teach children. You heard earlier around the problems we have just getting enough child- enough food for children. The analysis actually comes from Professor Michael Sachs, who really used to run the National Treasury Budget Office. He's now an adjunct professor at Wits University. Well, uh, Professor Sachs, good morning. I realize you have a variety of titles, so let me uh, use the one that suggests you're in charge of the Public Economy Project at Fitz University. Good morning. Morning, Steve, and morning to the listeners. What impact do you believe this budget, the medium-term budget policy statement, is going to have on public services? And let me use a political phrase. Is this an austerity budget? I think, as you say, austerity is a kind of pejorative uh, political word, but we, we don't have to get uh, caught up in semantics. I think there are two potential impacts that we need to worry about. The first is that the size, because the, the medium term budget policy statement uh, does two things, or the Treasury does two things at this time of year. The first is to set out uh, fiscal policy and, and budget numbers over the next three years. The second is to adjust the budget that was tabled in February, uh, and that is about this year's uh, spending. So when it comes to the adjustment budget, the adjustment of spending already up until September, uh, many departments across government have been spending far ahead of the targets that had been set out in the February budget. And the adjustment budget has significantly revised down uh, spending on a number of, of items, in particular capital spending and uh, spending on goods and services. But across many departments, there's a real danger of essentially departments running out of cash before the end of the year and having to abruptly halt uh, their operation. So the like, second issue... Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. So an example of this would be, and it happens almost annually, is Chris Harney Baraguan of hospital suddenly doesn't have enough money to buy food for patients. That's the kind of thing we're looking at. Uh, I don't want to use a specific example, but exactly, you would find, um, because, uh, you, you know, in, in Hauteng, uh, the, the procurement system is at the provincial level. So you would find provincial departments of health and education and, and others essentially running out of cash to conduct their operations. If they, I mean, they do have some options then. What essentially is likely to happen, which has been happening in health departments for many years, is that they, the, the department then accumulates an accrual. And what that means is they essentially uh, purchase services, in the example you're using, food, uh, uh, but they don't pay for it until the next budget year uh, comes and they have cash again in the bank. So what that means is that they are essentially, instead of borrowing from the capital market to finance uh, a fiscal deficit, they are borrowing from their suppliers, the people who provide them with uh, goods and services. And this will might allow them to continue ticking along until the end of the fiscal year. But it does mean it is likely to do enormous damage on the supplies to the public sector and on the state of the public finance. So the reason all of this has happened, the reasoning that these decisions have been made, as I understand the National Treasury, is that we need to reduce debt and stop our debt from rising. Is it going to do that? I mean, the bigger phrase for that is fiscal consolidation. Is it going to achieve that? 
I don't really believe that it, it will achieve that goal. Um, we unfortunately are caught in a vicious cycle here where um, uh, the, the fundamental problem is very low rates of economic growth combined with very high interest rates on government debt. Those interest rates on government debt are partly due to uh, the, the size of, or, or the, the, the speed with which debt is accumulating. And so the attempt to slow down the accumulation of debt is, is I would say, a necessary one. But uh, I would argue that uh, Treasury and government can play a role in um, uh, softening or slowing down this vicious cycle or accelerating it. Uh, and the way we are conducting it at the moment, I think the chances, first of all, the, the, the cuts will have a very large impact, a negative impact on economic growth. Secondly, they will disrupt uh, social services and lead to a weakening of the state, which is likely to also uh, exacerbate political divisions in the country and social divisions in the country. And on both of those counts, uh, the, the, the outcome may well be slow, even slower growth and even higher interest rates. So this is a vicious cycle and fiscal policy can either dampen the, the, the turning of this cycle or accelerate it. And I think the, the approach that is be, being taken now is likely to accelerate it. Professor Michael Sachs, so much more to talk about. Thank you very much indeed.